15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. Greetings, amazing humans, and welcome to 15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. I'm your host, Miss Lauren, and I invite you to join me as we explore different areas of our world that spark our interest. This week, our subject is vehicles or things that go. First off, did you thank your grown-up human today for all the wonderful food and snuggles they gave you? I hope so. I like to give and get as many snuggles as possible every day. But one more thing to thank them for. Driving or busing you lots of fun places. We have to use transportation with vehicles to get a lot of places these days. You can also use things like bikes or just plain walking to get there. But still, a lot of what we use every day has to make its way to us in some kind of vehicle, like planes, trains, and trucks that carry things across our country and across the world. It's thrilling, right? We have cars, beep-beeps, as my two-year-old calls them, excavators, semi-trucks, dumpers, loaders, planes, trains. How many more can you think of? Neat. I hadn't thought of that one. Now, here in Minnesota, we have two seasons, winter and construction season. And we are currently in the midst of a lot of construction projects. And these require the use of the incredible, the amazing cement mixers. They churn, they whir, they tump cement from their chutes. Can you imagine what that might sound like? Let's hear it in your mind's ear right now. Might make like an FT for those breaks. Or an SH for the whir. Or a KLU for the drum as it churns that cement. Sometimes, I like to go down to the construction site with my kids and sit on the hood of our car and watch the cement mixers do their business. Have you ever done that? Well, you should. There is so much to see. We even got to see them washing off the chutes from all that cement because if it hardened, well, it wouldn't be a chute anymore, would it? It'd just be a big block of cement. How tall do you think is a cement mixer? Is it taller than you? Is it taller than me? I think I'm taller than it, right? Right? No? Let's try to reach up as high as we can and see if we could touch the top of one. Almost. Not quite. Well, at least we got a good stretch. Now, I would love to share a song with you. The Cement Mixer Song. Shuttly shoe, cement mixer riding next to you. It rolls and it rolls and it rolls its drum, having a good time. Who could be glum? What would it be like to ride? 
hide inside. We'd roll and roll while we go for a ride. Cement mixing is all that we do. Aggregates in a crushed stone stew. Oh, twirly, whirly, shuttly shoe. Cement mixer riding next to you. It rolls and it rolls and it rolls its drum. Having a good time. Who could be glum? Now down the chute the concrete flows to floors and sidewalks and basements below. Once it stops, it hardens and dries. And suddenly you'll have an impenetrable rock-like mass right before your eyes. Oh, twirly, whirly, shuttly shoe, cement mixer riding next to you. It rolls and it rolls and it rolls its drum, having the best time will never be glum. Great song, Miss Lauren. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And now it's time for a little story. Once upon a time, there was a great, big, enormous truck named Steve, who was best friends with a tiny, tiny Prius named Nancy. They parked right next door to each other and played together almost every day. Nancy loved mornings and usually honked at Steve right away after her parents had their morning coffees. Beep, beep, Steve, you ready to play yet? Nancy called out. Be right out, said Steve. Steve's engine sputtered, put, put, and out poured a cloud of black smoke as he heaved himself out the door, only to find Nancy already right in front of him. Hi, 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 hi! I'm so ready. Let's go to the park. No, wait, the river. No, the park, the park. Definitely the park. I love swinging, don't you? Steve nodded. He was about to respond when, oh, wait, my mom says I should think about what other people want to do sometimes. Um, ahem, which would you like to do, Steve? In this momentary pause that followed, Nancy felt as if her hybrid electric engine might erupt with the notion that she might not make it to the park and thusly never fulfill her morning dream of swinging on the swings. It hadn't been the plan until just seconds before, but now that she had said it, the thought that it might not happen was simply devastating. And yet, Steve was her friend, and her mom said that friends sometimes let other friends decide what to do or play, especially if they are important friends that you would like to keep. After the eternity of that moment was over, Steve replied, The park sounds great, and I love swinging. Oh, thank Toyota! Nancy beeped a sigh of relief. The pair set off towards the park. They coasted down the big hill past their houses, picking up speed and making the trees all blur together into a beautiful green-brown smush. The best kind of smush. But as the road switched into an uphill, Steve's engine again sputtered, and a big cloud of black smoke engulfed the two of them. Steve, what was that? Some kind of epic fart? I mean, I know we're outside, but capital G-E-G's. Steve sputtered a quiet, 
I'm sorry, before a steady stream of watery tears welled up and started to flow across his windshield. Nancy was stunned. She didn't mean to make anybody cry, especially not her best friend in the whole wide world. Steve, are you crying? She asked in disbelief that she could have offended anyone with her charming banter about passing gas. No, someone must have pushed my windshield washer button, Steve cried. Steve, we're the only ones here. Who could have pushed it? Nancy questioned. It was you. You pushed it, Steve howled. While Nancy may have pushed Steve's metaphorical buttons by calling out a fart when she saw one, she had not pushed his literal button. How dare he say such a thing? She felt bad and embarrassed for making him feel bad, but also mad that he had gotten upset with her when her intentions were not to cause pain. Just as the two of them looked as if they might think they were bumper cars and prepared to bump into each other, Nancy said, I have to draw cars! Steve paused, then took a deep breath and sniffed. What? It's part of my plan for when I'm upset. Now give me a stick! She proceeded to draw some cars of many varieties in the dirt on the side of the road. And while she did, she breathed. A small Subaru. Breath. A sleek Honda CRV. Breath, breath. A spunky hatchback Prius. Triple breath. Steve also had the time to take a breath though he was too concerned about his accidental and unavoidable black smoke to draw any cars himself. After three extra-long eternity moments, the pair were ready to talk again. Nancy started. I am sorry that I thought that you farted and that I made you sad, she said. Steve replied, It's okay. I don't know what the black smoke is or why it's happening. I got scared and, well, embarrassed, too. Well, no need to be embarrassed here. I legit fart all the time, and I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But we should probably go home, and you should probably go to the mechanic. But the park! We won't get to go swinging! Your morning dreams are ruined! Steve pleaded. The swings can wait! I mean, but also I can ask my mom if she'll go with me instead. Ha ha, but let's go home first, okay? She suggested. Oh, right. Okay, said Steve. The pair drove back to their parents so that Steve could get his engine looked at. They were both so grateful that they had a friend who would look out for them, even if that meant they didn't get to fulfill their morning dreams of playing at the park together. The end. How did that story make you feel? Do you remember what Nancy did when she needed to calm down? That's right, she drew cars in the dirt. You don't even need paper for that. What do you do when you want to calm down or need to regroup? You could try saying, I need some space or give me a moment. Have you ever had a time when you really wanted to do something, like going to the park, but then something more important came up and you had to change plans? Ugh, that is so hard, isn't it? 
But friends really appreciate it when we use our actions to show that their health and well-being is more important than, for instance, going to the park right then. Good thoughts. And here is an experiment for you to try at home. You will need a small toy car to be Nancy, a big toy car to be Steve, a ramp for our hill, you can build one with a piece of cardboard with some books under one end, and a marker to draw a line down the center for lanes. Experiment number one, race down the hill. Place both cars at the top of the ramp. Do you think the bigger car or the smaller car will be the first down the ramp? Who wins? Try it and see. Did the smaller car go as far or as fast down the hill? Experiment number two. Push them back up the hill. Who wins? Give each car an equal push up the hill and see who travels farther up. Is it harder to push the bigger or more massive car up the hill? Share your findings with a friend or family member. Well, I had such a fun time with you today. Thank you so much for listening and come back in two weeks for 15 more minutes of Neat Stuff for Kids. I'm Lauren and I hope you have the best day ever. This podcast is created and produced by me, Lauren Drassler, with special thanks to Brian Strock for web assistance and Donald Fisher for cover art. See you soon.